0: hi i'm carissa vacker and welcome back to sleep wave a podcast where we let waves of relaxation wash over you through original sleep meditations created to help you fall asleep tonight and don't worry if you don't hear the end of an episode i encourage you to drift off whenever you're ready Before we get started on tonight's episode, I'd like to say thanks again for all of the great ratings and reviews you guys have left us on Apple Podcasts and some of the other networks too. Tonight's shout-out goes to Frankie Evolved, who says the Sleepwave podcast has changed their life and they now fall asleep within minutes. We are so glad your sleeping woes are now behind you. So if you too find that sleep has come easier since listening to Sleepwave and you've not yet reached out to us, please feel free to let us know and consider subscribing to support the show. You can enjoy ad-free listening, plus have access to two bonus episodes a month and my entire back catalog. It really is the best way to find the easy sleep every night. The details are in the show notes. Before we begin, I wanted to let you know about the best way to get a perfect night's sleep. With Sleepwave Premium, enjoy an ad-free experience— two exclusive bonus episodes a month, as well as our back catalog of premium content. Your support really helps. Sign up takes two taps, so please click the link in the show notes. But now it's time for a quick word from our sponsors who make this free content possible. Years ago in a yoga class, I heard the phrase... This is perfect, that is perfect, what comes from such perfection must truly be perfect, which is based on an older yogic text. At the time, I remembered being intrigued by the saying and having an inkling that it held some deeper truth, but it didn't really fully sink in. Over the years, though, it certainly did. When life gives us something we would never choose for ourselves or a loved one, a car accident, an injury, an illness, a loss, we can feel like it's the worst possible thing. But sometimes, even often, there is a hidden gift in it. When I got a back injury in a yoga class and was unable to practice, I was devastated. Yoga at that time, and for years prior, had been my grounding force, my therapy, my outlet, my community, my home. Being under doctor's orders to avoid yoga for an indeterminate amount of time and also dealing with the pain and my diminished physical abilities, was a tough pill to swallow. I did, though. I meditated. I went to physical therapy and learned strength training. I went on gentle walks as often as I could. I kept a rotating list of mantras and intentions in my mind to keep myself focused when the scary or defeating thoughts would arise. And after a few months, I got stronger physically, and I began to appreciate my body in an entirely new way. After even longer, I began to see a strange kind of perfection in this injury. The weakness I had in my back was kind of lingering for a while before the injury brought it so obviously into my awareness, and could have made being pregnant very painful and difficult. But because I thankfully got injured before I got pregnant, I did weight training to help recover and continued throughout my pregnancy, which made what could have been a dangerous time for me instead a healthy and enjoyable one. This week, for the first time in five years, I did the pose that I got injured in, a backbend called full wheel. I was certain I would never do it again, didn't need to, but I had loved this pose for so many years, and this week I just tried it carefully, intelligently, and slowly. It will probably never be something I do many times a day or week anymore, but it felt like a full circle of healing to revisit it. It felt perfect. Tonight we're going to meditate on the perfection of the moment as we drift off to a soothing rest. This is Embracing Wholeness by Billy Gill. The Upanishads are the culmination of Indian philosophy from what is known as the Vedic period, a time when many of the ideas and practices from the spiritual tradition of India were developing. Upanishad is translated as sitting down near a teacher devotedly. These texts are the distilled wisdom of a 2000 year oral tradition that were set down in writing by multiple authors between 800 BC and 200 CE. They deal with the nature of existence, the soul, and the relationship between the individual and the universe. The language is rhythmic and poetic, and is often chanted aloud, which allows the listener and the chanter alike to enter a kind of reverie as they meditate on the deep meaning of the verses. Among the many profound ideas expressed in this collection of writings is a well-known stotra called Om Purnamada Purnamidam, Stotras are a literary form of poetry that are meant to be sung, often composed as a hymn of praise towards some very high and important subject. This particular stotra translates to English as, this is perfect, that is perfect, what comes from such perfection must truly be perfect. Philosophically, there are a lot of important ideas being expressed in this stotra. The Sanskrit word Purna, which is repeated throughout the stotra, can be translated as perfect, fulfilled, whole, or complete. A closer look at the meaning of this verse reveals its capacity to profoundly influence the mind of one who receives its wisdom. The concept of wholeness or perfection indicates that there is no inherent lack. Hence, the idea of perfection and wholeness being synonymous with one another. The Upanishads puts forth a vision of the universe as being ultimately real, whole, and complete. There is nothing lacking in the universe. It is wholeness itself. It is at once transcendent and eminent. It is beyond us and it is within us. As human beings, we think of ourselves as existing within the universe. There is a sense that we are very small, and the universe is very big. From that point of view, the wholeness of the universe is something that we can never fully grasp. However, the authors of the Upanishads were known as Rishis, seers. Through deep meditation and intense concentration, They received insights into the nature of the universe and the nature of the human being, which they then expressed poetically. Their message is that this feeling of being small, discrete fragments floating in space, disconnected from the whole, is an illusion. The Stotra says, what comes from such perfection must be perfect. More precisely, when wholeness is taken from wholeness, wholeness remains. When the meaning of this phrase is realized, one has a direct experience of our integral connection to the whole. Our lives become much more meaningful than we can imagine, and at the same time, we surrender our own individual lives into the wholeness. Tonight's sleep meditation explores the theme of wholeness as it is expressed in the Upanishads, and how experiencing that perfect oneness allows you to embrace life as it is in order to relax your body and mind and sleep well tonight. Relax into a comfortable position. Take a deep breath, and as you breathe out, release the cares and worries of the day. Sometimes letting go is difficult for various reasons. The nervous system can become accustomed to a heightened state of alertness, especially when we've been exposed to high stress situations, either chronically or acutely. When we encounter this obstacle to relaxation and meditation practice, it's important to acknowledge what is arising without necessarily trying to change it. Mindfulness is the practice of saying yes to what is arising in the present moment, regardless of the specific content. It's the awareness itself that we are prioritizing when we practice. The awareness is the sky. The content of our experience is the weather. Weather patterns come and go, but the sky itself remains as the space within which these patterns play themselves out the same can be said for the patterns of thought, feeling, sensation that arise within us as we meditate. They may appear as very pleasant and calm, like a crisp fall day, or they may manifest as strong stormy conditions. In either situation, the practice is to acknowledge what is arising and observe it calmly as it changes. Since it is changing, there is no need to identify with it. Simply watch it change as you breathe in and breathe out, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Develop an awareness of your whole body from the top of your head to the tips of your toes the whole body the body as a whole the whole of your physical body the whole body the whole Visualize your whole body lying here, in the bed, in this room, totally relaxed. And say to yourself, silently in your mind, I am aware. I am lying here in this room, totally relaxed. Begin to watch the rise and fall of the belly as you breathe in. Inhale navel rising Exhale navel falling Inhale navel rising Exhale navel falling Inhale navel rising Exhale navel falling Go on watching the breath at the level of the navel. Notice the pauses between the breaths, never straining. Go on breathing at your own pace for some time. Infinity is indivisible. If you take some part of infinity away from infinity, what remains is infinity. This is because infinity can only be one. If there were two infinities, there would immediately be a boundary between them, and the infinite has no boundaries by definition. If infinity were to have a boundary, it would be finite. The Upanishads reveal this infinite vision of the universe as our fundamental identity. Over and over, in rhythmic poetry, the Upanishads invite us to see ourselves as one with this infinite reality, indivisible from it. This is the meaning of the phrase, this is perfect, that is perfect. What comes from such perfection must truly be perfect. Relax into the infinite ocean of being and understand that you are much more than the temporary thoughts, feelings, sensations that arise before your awareness and pass away. Imagine yourself lying on your back in the green grass, looking up at the blue sky, the blue sky, clouds passing overhead, big puffy white clouds passing overhead. Watch them pass by, floating across the sky. These clouds are the thoughts that come and go, passing through the field of your awareness. Continue to watch these thoughts, these clouds, just pass on by for a few moments. the sensations in your body, from the top of the head to the tips of the toes. A whole field of feeling and awareness throughout the whole body. Bring your awareness down to your feet. Feet. Even though you can focus on your feet in particular, They are never really separate from the whole. This is the holistic nature of the body and of the universe. Nothing is ever truly separate. Everything is delicately interconnected. Bring your awareness to your right hand thumb, first finger, second finger, Third finger Fourth finger Right wrist Right elbow Right shoulder Right waist Hip Thigh Knee Lower leg Ankle Heel Top of the foot the sole of the foot, right big toe, second toe, third toe, fourth toe, fifth toe. Now bring your attention to your left hand, left hand thumb, first finger, second finger, third finger, fourth finger left wrist, left elbow, left shoulder, left waist, hip, thigh, knee, lower leg, ankle, heel, top of the foot, the sole of the foot, left big toe, second toe, third toe, Fourth toe. Fifth toe. Let your awareness travel to the right shoulder blade. The left shoulder blade. The spine. The right buttock. The left buttock. The whole of the back together. The top of the head. The back of the head. Right ear left ear, forehead, right temple, left temple, right eyebrow, left eyebrow, right eye, left eye, the bridge of the nose, the tip of the nose, top lip, lower lip, the thin line between the two lips, chin, jaw, and the whole of the head, the whole of the head. Develop an awareness from the top of your head to the tips of your toes, and feel yourself as a whole person. Your past and future combine here in this precious and yet eternal present moment. The whole body together. The whole body together. The whole body together. All body. All. When you see that this is perfect, that is perfect, and what comes from such perfection is truly perfect, you are saying yes to what is. Everyone experiences discomfort, pain, and suffering in life in their own way. Of course, it is difficult to say yes to these. What you are really saying yes to, though, is that which transcends suffering, that which goes beyond and redeems suffering. As you breathe deeply and calmly, visualize a radiant, infinite light surrounding you. It represents the fullness, the wholeness of existence. With each breath in, imagine this light growing stronger, filling every cell of your body and expanding around you, encompassing your room, your surroundings, and beyond. This light is the embodiment of divine completeness, the Purna. The vision of the self in the Upanishads is called the Atman. It is the indwelling spirit that is one and the same with the ultimate reality. It is the individual consciousness. It isn't the thoughts or the senses or the mind. These are said to issue forth from the Atman like sparks from a fire. The eternal self is like a divine flame that illuminates the world from which the world itself arises. As you continue to breathe and visualize this divine light, you realize that you are part of this wholeness, an inseparable aspect of the universe. You are a reflection of this universal completeness. You are a unique expression of the divine and you are whole just as you are. Feel the warmth and comfort of this realization. You don't need to seek anything outside of yourself to be complete. You are full and complete, right here, right now. You are full, the universe is full, and there is nothing lacking. Embrace this completeness as you drift into a peaceful and restful sleep. This is perfect, that is perfect. What comes from such perfection is truly perfect. Please.